So, the big party? I found another way to humiliate myself. There was this guy, and we had a few too many. You went home with him? Worse. We made out at the table like our plane was going down. Ah, the drunken makeout. An office classic. Did you end up Xeroxing anything? Do you know how embarrassing this is to someone in my position? What's your position? I am an associate. Hey, me too. Oh god. Why did I do this? Now I'm the office skank! Well, unless you tell everybody you're dating. Oh! Right! Because if we're dating, what everyone saw was just a beautiful moment between two lovers. As opposed to a spirited bout of skanko-roman wrestling. Oh, bravo. August 31st, 2014. Hello, everybody! Hi! Happy 10th anniversary to Pendant. Yay! Hooray! Awesome 10 years, right? Yeah! We probably shouldn't say that too loud. People will think we're elderly. <laughs> 10 years. I didn't say 50. Jeez. I know, it's just... It's 10 almost, years. It's one of those things where it makes people think, well, how old are you really? Old enough to have started this 10 years ago. Yeah, that's it. And that just old enough. Just that. <laughs> But we um, celebrated the 10 days of Pendant with a special bonus day. Uh, last week, most of last week, uh, a little over a week, obviously, if it was 10 days. <laughs> good job, um, good job. So there. I wanted to say good thank job. you very much to everybody who participated and shared stories and stuff that they loved and shared the links and talked about all of our stuff. That was really awesome. And we just want to say thank you to Thanks. all of you out there who've been listening to our shows for so long and all of the actors and writers and directors and producers and editors and, and all artists people working so so hard that's right to bring you these shows because we love what we're doing and and so that's great and i'm glad that you guys are listening and 10 years is really awesome it is pretty great now we have a little business to take care of here oh because as part of the 10 days of pendant we had some prizes. Prizes! Some, some giveaways. Some things you could have won. That's right. If you've missed that part, well, just by participating, you've been entered. That's right. Every time you participated, you got another entry. Yeah. And you know what I did? I used to post it. And if I saw you participating, I wrote your name down. You got a little ticky mark. You did it again. You got another ticky mark. And I counted up the ticky marks. And that's how many entries you got. I love how, like, normal people would be like, just go... We're going to go and set this up and survey monkey or we're going to have some Who's got time for that? tabulate results. No, Please. we got post-its and paper and a program that would count all comments on Facebook and also Twitter and also our mailing. How is that even going to work? Well, what I'm just saying is this is why we can bring things to you at such a reasonable price. <laughs> Manpower. Post-its. Post-it power. The five <laughs> winners of a First Brassy Battalion Fighter Squadron Flight Patch are Damian Haywood, Jack Kalk, Eduardo Moreno, Landon Bell, and Jody Scaife. Congratulations! Yes! Yay! I will be in contact soon to get your addresses to ship those out. And the winner of our signed Dixie Stenberg comic print from our Kickstarter for the comic based on the Dixie Stenberg audio show that we did is Dave Morgan. Wow, Dave Morgan, congratulations. Hooray, congratulations Hooray. to all of you and thank you to everybody for participating. It was great. We will send your prizes probably within the next few weeks. Forthwith, I would say. Forthwith? Well, we need to buy some envelopes, don't we? All right, that's mostly pretty much all we've got, except there's one other little thing, but I'm going to make you wait till the end of the episode after the trailers and special. She's going to want to stick around. You big tease. From Waterbury, Connecticut, we have Joe Stofko on the line. Good evening, Joe. Yes, we Howdy, how are you? Good, how's it going? Well, as good as can be expected, I guess, you know? <laughs> this has been an adventure trying to get this set up. Yeah, I'll, I'd say so, yeah. 
uh, between time zones, schedules, technology, and wires. <laughs> yeah, and just uh, <clears throat> had uh, had a fun time uh, configuring for a different computer. So, but that's all right. So it's as long as it's working. Awesome. So, um, as you know, we do interviews of cast and uh, crew and writers, directors, etc. of all of our shows, and we're featuring interviews. A little different than the um, ones that I've done before for Phantom Canyon, where you got a little insight um, with the, the pre-production interviews. Right, right. Um, we're going to still stay n- uh, non-spoilery, but uh, we have questions from uh, people that submitted them to the Pendant website. And uh, hopefully you have answers. Well, since I didn't get a chance to look at them ahead of time, we'll just... (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. If not, then this is very one-sided and very short. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll give it a try. All right, cool. So um, let's jump right in. And um, what, what drew you to the character of Mr. David? And ultimately make you want to audition. Um, well, I um, I thought he was a um, an, an interesting character. Uh, 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 let's see, sort of a sort of a toughened or wizened uh, uh, character who uh, who still was. Um, might might have been a little rough around the edges, but still uh, was a very um, a gentleman. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying, right? Right. So, okay. No spoilers here. <laughs> no spoilers, right? Right. But um, do you want to describe who your character is? Um, I'm not. Um, well. <clears throat> um. He's um, like I said. He's uh, he's uh, he's rough around the edges. He's uh, he's uh, but he's still a he's still a gentle uh, a gentle being uh, with with a uh, oh I don't know what's a, a good way to say it. I think he uh, he has um, he has um, uh, in spite of the gentleness about him, he has a, a, a he's a very fair-minded. Uh, person who is uh, is not about to um, uh, to be set upon by anyone. He uh, he won't he won't be taken advantage of. Let's put it that way. Right. Very cool. And uh, was it the fact that he was rough and, um, as you put it, a, a gentleman at the same time? Is that? Yeah, I kind of like to draw. Yeah, I kind of like that uh, that, that idea that um, you know he was he, he he had he had very very you 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 could you 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 knew that he had very human tendencies. You know, it was it was a well written character, so mm-hmm. it was uh, it was fun to do. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you see? Now he's listed in the credits as Mister David. Hmm. Um. And I always, it's interesting to me because that could be his first name or his last name. Did you have a, a kind of sense of whether he was referred to that way, um, you know, as somebody would refer to an adult by, you know, Mr. and then their first name to be a little more familiar and less formal? Or do you think that it was, that was his last name? Wow, that's a question i hadn't pondered at all <laughs> well, we I think asked the hard-hitting questions here yeah i think it's um when my son was growing up um there was a um there was a uh, there was an old uh, fellow lived uh, down the street here and um uh, and um his name his name was uh, art um short for arthur and I and I remember now that you've you've asked this question. Uh, I remember one, uh, like I said, when my son was growing up, he was a little boy. Uh, he used to always refer to him as Mr. Art. So there you go. <laughs> uh, 
but I hadn't really given much thought to to that as to whether David was a first or last name. Maybe both, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what did you draw on for um, playing this particular role? Uh, well, I, I, I do I do a lot of stage work, um, and um, the um, I'm trying to think of what's a good way to. Uh, I think that um, so I you know drew from some stage experience, but uh, at the same time I think. Um, I'm also a fan of old time radio, and um, I was a very, uh, <clears throat> very much a fan of uh, the the character uh, that J James Stewart, Jimmy Stewart, uh, played in a in a uh, a radio uh, old time radio program that was called The Six Shooter, uh, and and the, the, I kind of I, if you've ever heard uh, any of those uh, episodes, I, I I kind of felt that that, that was a character that uh, that was very similar and is uh you know a no nonsense kind of person but uh, also very uh, very fair and uh, uh, very you know very human in the way he treated other people and the way he treated and came to um, certain situations that he was thrust into mm -hmm. you kind of get that if if you watch a western um, those those characters that seem to be really tough but enlightened at the same time yeah i i think that um i think there's a lot of characters like that i think sometimes um i think sometimes we um uh, you know we think of uh we think of action heroes as uh and we see we see the tough and uh the no-nonsense uh, uh side of uh a lot of action heroes in movies for example mm -hmm. but we don't always don't always see their human side Right. Well, Mr. David definitely has a very human side to him. Um, but I no, think... I was, oh, go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, go no, ahead. I, no, I was just... No, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, after you. I was just, I was just gonna... Uh, I was just looking on the... Um, across my network here mm -hmm. um, to see if I wanted to... Well, there we go. So, you know, I just... I drew... I, I grabbed the script here, so... <laughs> <laughs> trying to see see if anything uh, I mean it's been a while since I did this mm -hmm. so um, I thought there might be something in the script that I could uh, you know draw upon to, uh, to to make the point of what we were discussing here but that's okay all right <laughs> anyway a dramatic reading yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so we see you um, as Mr. David at various times, um, do you feel that, um, well, let's see, how can I ask this without the, the spoiler ninjas coming after me? Um, well, I, I like, yeah, I know. I like, I like the way he treats, um, the, uh, uh, young Sam mm -hmm. when he, when he's uh, telling him how to, um, how to build a shows him shows him how to build a fire to make charcoal, mm -hmm. and um, and then he sort of sort of admonishes him. I think he thinks of you know th thinks that you know that now that he's explained it that young Sam will <clears throat> will do what he says and then he'll just you know say okay that's all I got to do, but he takes the time to to uh, to sort of admonish him and say you know. You never walk away from from a fire. You know it's a it's a, it's a good. I, I like the, that's a a good overtone of uh, you know how he uh, how he treats uh, he treats people with with understanding and respect. And again, that's that human side that comes out. You know, mm -hmm. and a message that Smokey the Bear can get behind as well. And <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, now do you do other Audio drama work. Um, yeah, I've done a considerable amount of things. So uh, I've done an awful lot of things for um, uh, for uh, Mike uh, Murphy, uh, who uh, I always talk about him as as uh, or think of him as the writer extraordinaire. He, he turns out uh, I can't believe the amount of things that he turns out. But yeah, I've done I've done quite a few things for him. So mm -hmm. and um, 
Uh, a lot of that's been uh, at Misfits, and uh, I've done some things for, um, um, oh golly, um, Broken Sea, mm -hmm. and um, um, yeah, there's there's been a been a bunch of things. So, and I've had a, I've had a ball doing it because it's given given me an opportunity to do a lot of different characters, and uh, uh, it's it's been it's been fun. Is there Magic. a particular? Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What? Is there a particular uh, genre that you either lean towards or have an affection for? I like um, I like straight drama, and um, uh, and there's there's um, there's there's not a lot of it uh, in in the uh, in the audio <clears throat> you know audio production realm that uh, that that I been involved there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of sci-fi a lot of yeah. fantasy um um and um and a lot of um oh i don't know there's a lot of some horror you know mm -hmm. uh, but i've i've been involved I've done some things um but i've done some comedy things a lot of i've i'm in a continuing comedy series uh, called the administration and where i play a, a sort of befuddled uh, befuddled and and uh, befuddling president, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've done some uh, done some other things that have been a lot of fun too. Uh, uh, things that some classic things like uh, uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, mm -hmm. um, uh, where I played Santa. And uh, um, speaking of uh, holiday time and uh, and uh, James Stewart, there's that um, that uh, classic that comes to mind with. Um, um, Oh boy! Talk about talk about forgetting. Wow! It's it's a it's a wonderful life. Wonderful life. Mm -hmm. So, where I did uh, I did both the angel Joseph and uh, which fits, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I also played um, Potter, you know. Mm -hmm. Why, George Bailey, you're worth more dead than you are alive. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a lot of a uh, lot of fun things. Well, as you may. No, at least at the time of this recording, there are a couple of casting calls up at the Pendant website mm -hmm. um, for seminar, and I believe for the Kingery. So you definitely should check those out, and those of you listening should definitely check those out as well. Yeah, come on board, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, any shot of hearing you in another Pendant show? Um, I don't see why not. Um, uh, t time constraints are probably the, uh, the the biggest problem. I just finished uh, uh, yesterday. We just finished a uh, a three weekend run of uh, of uh, Annie Get Your Gun, and I I swore when I <clears throat> decided that, that I was going to do stage work, I uh, which I came to very late in life. Uh, I swore I would not do any musicals, and here I and. And here I think I've been in six or seven of them so far. So. So you sing? <clears throat> I, I tell people that um, I, I don't think I'd like to sing because I think the last time I sang in the shower, my dog ran away and I haven't seen him since. <laughs> so, no, I, I, yeah, I do. I, I'm that is not my strength. But yes, I've, uh, I've, I've done some singing in, in musicals, including the one we just finished. So, yeah, I've done that. I've done. Uh, uh, guys and Dolls, and uh, in fact, I did that twice, and I played uh, Big Julie in one production, and the other production of that, I played Brannigan. Um, I've done uh, probably the meatiest role that I've ever done in a musical is uh, Captain Brackett in South Pacific. That was a that was a terrific role, and mm. I, <clears throat> I enjoyed that. Very strong uh, character, um, and no singing. <laughs> so. Yeah, I subscribe to the Catherine Hepburn uh, uh, thoughts regarding musical theater when she was asked once how she felt about it, and she said, the only people I know who break into song every few minutes have been committed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it's been fun. I did. I think the first musical I did was Pajama Game, mm -hmm. and uh, I did one last year, Fiorello, which is a, which is a rarely done show, which is terrific about... Fiera LaGuardia, uh, and uh, that was a, that was a fun show. Very, very interesting and uh, intricate uh, songs in that one. 
And yeah, I got to singing that one. <laughs> what am I doing singing? Oh, goodness. <laughs> so anyway. Well, it seems like Pendant is becoming more and more musical. We've got people who are, um, you know, Tom Stitzer, who did the music for Phantom Canyon, also mm-hmm. does the theme for the Kingery. Um, our Shakespeare show is currently running Twelfth Night, and uh, Allison Moser is playing Thespi, and is and they're doing it as a uh, with a jazz motif, like 1920s is when they've set it. So mm-hmm. she's singing jazz. So you never know what we're going to come up with. Well, there you go. I um, <laughs> I was a jazz musician many years ago. So I used to go faithfully every year to the Newport Jazz Festival when I was uh, young, and um, and when it really when it really was a jazz festival. <laughs> well, for the I, music for Allison to sing, um, Vince Morrison wrote the uh, music for mm-hmm. for Allison's uh, song. So I'm looking right now at the pendant site. Mm-hmm. For the for the roles for the casting call, <laughs> for a seminar, yeah, it's okay. Well, <clears throat> might have to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, excellent. Uh, as I was saying, the time constraints are a problem because um, mm-hmm. my um, my retirement part time retirement job has turned into a full time job now, which is in excess of forty hours a week. <laughs> So, um, unfortunately, you've got to still pay the bills, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And and I have to, uh, I have to supplement Social Security with something, so. Because <laughs> I'm an old guy, you know. So. <laughs> eh, old is a state of mind. That's true. Yeah, I signed the paper, you know, the one that says I I agreed to <clears throat> grow old but never grow up. There you go. Yeah. And it's been it's been an adventure ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, write your own audio drama? I uh, wrote um, I wrote uh, uh, what in essence was uh, well it was a short story I wrote it about ten years ago, mm-hmm. um, and um, when I got involved with audio drama work I thought gee this would be fun, but it just didn't it 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 didn't work right it didn't. Um, it, um, it it w- wasn't as a as a standalone. It didn't. It wasn't quite. There wasn't enough for one thing, and it, it didn't. Um, it didn't have the right, um, uh, let's say, texture to it to to make a good audio drama. So I played with it a little bit, and then I uh, I wrote a um, uh, an introduction uh, for it, and uh, and uh, so I and I we called it. Um, I called it uh, Wondrous Stories with every intention of continuing with additional stories, which I have up in my head, but I haven't put down on paper. So, yeah, it's, it's called um, it's, uh, Wondrous Stories. It's called The Double, and uh, you can find it on a sorely neglected website called Harvest Audio. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, that's, uh, that's where that resides. That's where that sits, and that's an interesting story. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a bit of a Twilight Zone thing, if yeah. you will. So, although it's not, <clears throat> not, not a, no intent to be scary. It's more of an intent to say, "Whoa, I didn't see that coming." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, both good at that. Yeah, Outer Limits was a little more eerie, I think, than Twilight Zone. But Twilight Zone had there were tons of episodes that, uh, that were. Uh, you know that that had a little twist at the end, which mm-hmm. was like, which and that's what this story has—a little twist at the end. So it's about a boy in his telescope. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, do you have any projects that you're working on now that you'd like to talk about? I know you said you finished up uh, Annie Get Your Gun. Yeah, I've um, I'm doing a stage reading on the 28th uh, at a. Um, one of the theaters nearby. One of the things that here in Connecticut, maybe because of the proximity to New York and Boston, we have uh, we have so many uh, community and semi-professional theaters. Um, mm-hmm. There are probably a half dozen that are within easy, you know, 30 minute or less driving distance from here. 
uh, from my home. Uh, and I've worked and I've had the, the, the privilege of working at, at um, a number of them, including an equity theater that's here in Waterbury. Mm-hmm. And um, this, um, this uh, stage reading is uh, in Naugatuck, uh, which is just to the south of here, at a uh, theater called the Phoenix uh, Theater, or Phoenix Theater Company. And then I've done a lot of my home theater is uh, the Clockwork Repertory uh, uh, Theater, which is located in the Oakville section of Watertown, which again is a hop, skip, and a jump from here. Right. A- Annie Get Your Gun was done at the Gary the Olivia Theater, which uh, is located on the grounds of the Abbey of Regina Laudis, which is where the mother prioress uh, Dolores Hart resides. And Dolores Hart is the actress turned nun uh, who um, gave Elvis Presley his first on-screen kiss, as a matter of fact. So... Uh, that's a that's a an interesting and storied place, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, anyway, um, I've worked at uh, the uh, Thomaston Opera House, uh, Landmark Community Theater there, and um, uh, like I said, there's a there's a bunch of them around. So anyway. Very cool. Yeah. All right, much to the chagrin of my wife, you know. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Where is he? I don't know, some theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she used to come see shows now. It's like, nah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you're rehearsing at home. It's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. You won't be home for dinner? Yeah, okay. <laughs> some of the rehearsal schedules are nuts. They're crazy. But people who are in theater know that already. So if anyone's listening and you're in the theater, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and if you're, if we're, I'm, a, I'm a non-equity actor, so uh, um, I've, I've uh, had the, uh, the privilege of working in, uh, in uh, an equity show. Um, what is non-equity and equity? Uh, union or non-union. Gotcha. So. Yes, and once you belong to Actors' Equity, who abide by cool. here and without permission uh, from Actors' Equity to appear in a non-equity production, so, so, um, and you're only allowed to do so many of those a year, as far as I know. But <clears throat> I'm too late for that. I mean, I, you know, if I was 20 or 30 years old, I'd, I'd consider Actors' Equity. But, uh, and I worked in broadcasting for years, and way back then, when I worked in broadcasting, I could have joined After for a few hundred dollars, and it's a lot more than that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the buy-in for after SAG is in the thousands. I can't remember exactly how many thousands, but it's it ain't cheap, folks. But then again, nothing is anymore. So. Yeah, that's true. Look, when I was a kid, a loaf of bread was 23 cents, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those times have changed. Gasoline was a lot cheaper, too. Yeah, yeah. Um. Can people find you online? Um, you said harvestaudio.com, correct? Uh, yeah, well, no. It's, uh, oh. it's har- harvestaudio.joestofco.com. Ah. So, and the others on webpage, joestofco.com, too. But again, both are sadly neglected, I'm afraid. It's, again, who's got time? <laughs> <laughs> I Really, it's crazy. So. Oh, I totally get it. I've got some OTR stuff up on uh, the Harvest site, including um, uh, some uh, Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar, which is a great, uh, with Bob Bailey, what a terrific, terrific, uh, uh, I, I just was very uh, enamored with, uh, with, with, uh, with Bob Bailey's work in that uh, show. And I think I have a, an episode of uh, one of the Paladin uh, episodes, I Have Gun, Will Travel, mm-hmm. um, which uh, starred... Uh, the uh, incredibly talented John Boehner as Paladin. So a lot of people don't know this, but Paladin, or To Have Gun Will Travel, um, the radio uh, series was born out of the television series. So the television series came first. And then uh, I think I might have a gun smoke up there too, which is, uh, but there's there's tons of stuff. There's so much great stuff that's still, still around, still available. Cool. Well, folks, make sure you check that out. There you go. 
Um, folks can find me online on Twitter at uh, JG underscore QA and on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T dot L-I-E-B dot five zero three six. And um, Joe, I appreciate you taking the time. Well, to... thank you very much. Thanks for the invite. And uh, in, in spite of all the hurdles we had, the... <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, the... Um, uh, um, and yeah, I'm on Twitter, but I don't go there. So um, <laughs> you'll find me there, but you'll find that I'm very inactive there. But you'll find me on Facebook. Oh, uh, and where is that? Uh, under my real name. So <laughs> under under Joe Stofko. Okay. And and uh, there's also a, there's also a Facebook page for Harvest Audio, um, which I don't think I've posted to in quite some time. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, and uh, yeah, usually uh, if I'm d- if I'm doing uh, stage work or whatever, I try to try to post, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, some. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice. That's not a good thing to do in this business. Mm. Um, try to uh, post some uh, some picture backstage uh, pictures and little tidbits and stuff if I can uh, uh, regarding the production. So awesome. Yeah. So we do have fun. We have fun. Did a great straight show last year called the Pitman Painters about a group of coal miners. And it's based on uh, based on factual truth, true uh, true stories. Uh, a group of coal miners uh, who became artists and renowned artists. They uh, in northern England near the Scottish border. So that's uh, if you ever get a chance to see that, if it happens to be uh, at a uh, at a at a community theater or otherwise near you, it's. Uh, it's, it has my highest recommendation for a very interesting uh, interesting show. Awesome. Yeah. So, and of course, all those musicals I mentioned, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you again, Jordan. I appreciate, uh, appreciate the fact that we could get together. So. Oh, and no, I appreciate you taking the time. I know time zones and technical and just... It seemed to be working <laughs> against us yeah. for a while. Five thirty, five thirty comes early tomorrow, so it's, yes. uh, it's 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 bedtime for me. So, but you get it. Comes you early get a, every day. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's true. It comes at the same time every day too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, at least you get some time to go watch some uh, some some TV if you like, because it's um, still relatively early out there, isn't it? Yeah. 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 For folks who don't know, we're doing this. Uh, uh, I'm on the East Coast. Jordan's on the West. And it's um, it's early evening for him and late evening for me. I think it's dinner time. And, <laughs> and with that, I'm going to send it back to Jeffrey and Susan. Joe, thanks again. Hey, thank you. Thanks very much. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Not twip when have you ever promoted twip in twip oh that's today oh my god i mean let's run a preview trailer for twip for this episode of twip right now you know what you should listen to twip i should just say that in every twip not twip happy 10th anniversary dependent i have found another way to humiliate myself. To a spirited bout of Skanko Roman wrestling. Not twip? I wrote your name down. You got a little tiki mark. You did it again. You got another tiki mark. And I counted up the tiki marks. Prizes! This is why we can bring things to you at such a reasonable price. <laughs> you know what? You should listen to twip. I should just say that in every twip. Not twip? When have you ever promoted twip in twip? Oh, bravo. You big tease. Okay, so now the real trailers. You didn't have to say anything. I was going to go into them. I was just leaving a pause so you would know where to cut stuff. That pause is where I put the twip preview trailer that you just introed. There is no twip preview trailer. There is now. <laughs> Coming out Wednesday, September 3rd, Season 7, Episode 5 of The Kingery.
A word to the wise. Do not drink the champagne. I don't think that's all it is. <laughs> Next time on The Kingery. Damon, that's enough. We need him alive. It's amazing what a human being can live through. Oh, talk to me, Hooks. Please, come on. Come on, let me know you're okay. Okay. Uh, obviously, this gorilla has kitten fists. So you, uh, little lady, uh, what was your name again? Vesper. I hope it wasn't too much of a pain to let me in. You sure are different from the rest of these pretty young things. Not that it's a bad thing, mind. You just got a more sophisticated air about you. I like that. I like you. I hoped you would. Why are you doing this? You will be my insurance. That Daphne will continue to obey. You have no redeeming qualities at all, do you? Only at PendantAudio.com Why do I even work for you? You love me like a son? Coming out Wednesday, September 10th, Twelfth Night, Act 5, The Pendant Shakespeare. Oh, welcome, Father. Father, I charge thee, by thy reverence, here to unfold, though lately we intended to keep in darkness what occasion now reveals before tis ripe, what thou dost know hath newly passed between this youth and me. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. For the love of God, a surgeon! Send one presently to Sir Toby. What's the matter? He has broke my head across and has given Sir Toby a bloody coxcomb too. For the love of God, your help! I had rather than forty pound I were at home. Who has done this, Sir Andrew? The Count's gentleman wants Cesario. We took him for a coward, but he's the very devil incarnate. My gentleman, Cercio? What's lifelinks? Here he is. You broke my head for nothing, and that that I did, I was set on to do it by Sir Toby. Why do you speak to me? I never hurt you. You drew your sword upon me without cause, but I bespoke you fair and hurt you not. I am sorry, madam. I have hurt your kinsmen. But had it been the brother of my blood, I must have done no less with wit and safety. You threw a strange regard upon me, and by that I do perceive it hath offended you. Pardon me, sweet one. Even for the vows we made each other but so late ago. One face? And one voice? And one habit, and two persons, a natural perspective that is and is not. Twelfth Night concludes in full swing when Act 5 premieres on September 10th, 2014, only at PendantAudio.com. All right, now here's the last little thing. I told you we'd have a nice little surprise for you. Because you promised, you promised I to promised, tell them, and you here promised. it is. Lovely fellows, Paul Brueggemann, Landon Bell, and Pete Mylan, with the help of a bunch of other pendulums that you will recognize by voice alone, put together a little uh, 10th anniversary celebration thingy, and it's very, very nice, and we are going to play it for you here. So thank you very much to everybody who's worked on our shows and listened to our shows for the past 10 years. We love you all! You listen! You listen now! I'm sorry, folks. We're closed for a private party tonight. Oh, wait. Sorry. I didn't recognize you. Come on in. You're just in time. The guests of honor haven't shown up yet. Now, let's see where I can put you. Maybe there's some room over here with the supernatural crowd. What I like to do is, when a demon comes at me, I like a nice forward thrust. Well, if a nice thrust is what you're into. <laughs> Couldn't Steph make it tonight, could he? I beg your pardon? Not you, her. No, she had a family thing, which I think means she had to spend time with them, or she has to kill them. I mean, it could go either way, really. As much fun as this is, when is this party supposed to begin? The sooner it's over, the sooner we can return to our mission. Jeez, Noir, lighten the f*** up. What the f*** was that? Sorry, Kitty, this is an all-ages bar, so any profanity is going to have to be edited out. Well, that is some bull I mean, what the f*** kind of crap is that? I mean, are you f***ing kidding me? Come on, if the guys from the Kingery can deal with it, so can you. Language like that does lower the tone of any conversation, Miss Shadow. Oh, shut the f*** up, Noir. Yeah, let's leave them alone.
There's a nice little table in the corner, but it looks like someone's leaning against it. Well, howdy, darling. Hello. I gotta say, miss, if you ain't the prettiest gold-dang holographic instructor I ever laid eyes on, I'll be a horny toad's uncle. I do not understand what is happening right now. Who are you? Me? Y'all don't know me? Don't you see the cowboy hat, the cigar, the... the rough? That does not explain your identity to me. I'm Wild Bill. You know, the Wild Bill Variety Show. That's me. Do you mean to tell me that you are William Shakespeare? Hell yes. Check this out. Oh, never say that I was false of heart. Though absence seemed my flame to qualify as easy as, um... Easy as, um... Hold on, I don't remember the rest of this one. Engaging douchebag protocol. Logging off. Ah, oh, hell. Poor Schnook never gets into play. Sorry about this. Let's try over. Oh no. <laughs> mm. oh, top that. I can. I can top that. <sighs> Woo! Go easy, Tessa. Or I don't want to have to carry you out of here. Oh, you don't. I want you to carry me out of here. I want you to wrap me up in your big ol' hairy arms. They are big and hairy. Easy. Oh, like you weren't looking. You know, he's got a point, Maddie. I have no problem carrying you out of here, but I'd rather you didn't have alcohol poisoning at the time. Aww, you're so sweet. Isn't Tommy sweet? He is. They're both sweet. You know what else is sweet? Shots! We need shots! Where where is your guy with the shot with the drinks? With with where is he? Not to worry, everybody. Here I come to save the day. Okay, we got a star killer for Maddie, a red matter for Tessa, Jeff, here's your well of life, and for Tommy, vodka martini. Shaken, not stirred. Yay! Yay! Oh, hey! I should introduce you guys. Zeph? Jeff? Jeff? Zeph? <laughs> really? Wow, you guys really need these drinks. As you can see, we don't get out much. Honestly, buddy, you don't know how good you've got it. I could use a nice long vacation. You know we're seven years into this show? Yeah. We haven't had an episode in four. Maybe we should trade. <laughs> what? Maybe we should trade. You know... We mate for life, but... Hey, that isn't what I... Let's... Let's see where this goes. Okay. Let's steer clear of this section. It's probably gonna end up sticky. Maybe I could put you in... That's it, boys. Dance. Dance, my Spartan beauties. Oh, oh thanks for the cocktails, Gerard. <clears throat> 300 room. You don't... You don't want to know. Maybe over here. I was... gonna be a god. We know, Edgar. I was going to bring back the dead and conquer all of reality. Yeah, thanks for not doing that. All would have bowed down before my... Ow. Sorry about this, folks. Let me get the imp out of your hair. And another thing, didn't you die in your last episode? Oh, don't go pulling at that thread, Edgar. That way is madness. I would know. <laughs> you know, I've really not missed that sound at all. Yeah, I don't think any of us have, but it's really good to see all of you again. My cousin wanted to be here tonight, too. Technical difficulties, unfortunately. I'm glad to see you all, too. I'm just kind of glad to see anything. Tell me about it. Weren't we getting beaten up by that? alligator guy when we left off? Ugh, seriously? I think you were the one getting beaten up. I was handling myself admirably. Of course you were. We get to spend our time doing what we want. You'd be surprised how much there is to do in Paris. 
Even when you don't leave your hotel room. Did we really need to be told that? Oh, I'm telling everybody. She really is. It's a problem. Well, I don't know about all of you, but I'm actually enjoying retirement. I haven't had a single Russian try to kill me in the longest time. Oh, BW sends his regards. He had to take care of something personal. Would you believe he's actually mellowed? Well, mellow for him, anyway. No, I would not. Uh, it has been really nice to spend some time with my family, uh, as opposed to spending months in a parallel dimension. A toast, everyone. To the never-ending battle, finally coming to an end. And remember, it could be worse. Cheers! Cheers! Sorry it's taking so long to get you settled. I think there might be some room over here. And uh, this here, this is a Jane. <gasps> wow. Totally amazing shoes. Love her sunglasses. Totally fierce. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, but, hey, <laughs> enough about me. Uh, what do you do? Oh, me? <laughs> I am totally a reporter, right? Uh, and I work for a great metropolitan news station, so hello, awesome. But my real passion is kicksology. Kicksology. Uh-huh. It's the study of being amazing and fabulous with one's footwear, thus portraying to the world your total being and who you are, because your footwear tells you everything about someone, right? I know. <laughs> Et voila. Mon shoes del France. <laughs> anyway, it's an amazing, amazing study. I totally have a PhD. I have a certificate. Oh, that, that's great. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, hi. Um, is there, like, totally a problem with your hand? Are you having a spasm or something? Because you've been waving it for, like, a minute. No, no. No, no, not at all. I think your friend is waving at you. Yeah, if he does that, it means the conversation's going sour, and I'm supposed to walk up to him and say, we've got a police emergency. And you're not doing that because... Because look at him flail. It's hysterical. Worst wingwoman ever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's it like working as a private investigator? I think about that once in a while, just ditching all the red tape and going solo. Uh, it's got its perks, but it's not like I'm gonna have a pension at the end of it. Also, when a gangster allies all his forces against you, you've got an entire building of cops watching your back. Whereas I have... Tiffany! <gasps> she sounds fearsome. Oh, she is. Hey! Lakeisha! Don't we have a police emergency? No, don't think so. Can I, can I get another drink over here? Maybe some heroin? No, you can't have any. I'm really sorry about this, folks. Okay, mm -hmm. here's a quiet corner. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. We really should stop doing this and be more social. Yeah, but if we did that, then you'd have to get off my lap. You'd see the inherent flaw in the plan. <laughs> you make a convincing argument, Tommy. Mm. We should definitely visit places outside of continuity more often. What are you talking about? This place is totally in canon. Five minutes after the end of the last episode, my future self appeared via time machine, revealed that my death had been caused by the machinations of Reginald Billingsley V from the year 2042, and then we all set right what had once went wrong and lived happily ever after. Really? That's how I remember it. Excuse me, Dixie. Tommy. Do you mind if these folks sit with you? Hey, no problem. I'm Dixie, and this is my husband, Tommy. And you are? Well, my name's Sam, ma'am, and this here's my friend, Clara. Sam, where exactly are we? I ain't rather sure, darling. Just be glad you couldn't see most of it. Well, I think that's everyone. Why don't we get started with you, Dixie? Sure. Well, we're here because this is the 10th anniversary of Pendant Audio. For 10 years, all the people you've heard today, and dozens more beside, have been creating audio drama for absolutely free. <clears throat> well, mostly. We've presented you with mysteries, horror and suspense, all-ages adventure, weird western tales, crime thrillers, epic fantasy, classic drama, anthologies, supernatural romance, and whatever the hell the kingery is. And even though some of us aren't around anymore, you know we always appreciated it when you were listening. It's been ten years! And we're looking forward to the next ten and beyond. So from all of us, to all of you, 
Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for helping to make us what we are. And keep it up, because we're just getting started. We are Pendant Audio. We are Pendant Audio. And thank you for the last 10 years. Come on, say it. You gotta say it. Oh. <laughs> Hello, beautiful. Oh my god. So hot. I know, right? <laughs> Wasn't that nice? It was so nice. It makes you all nostalgic inside. It totally made me feel like a team player, and I never feel that way. <laughs> well, you're not, though. I know. No, that's a bad thing to say for somebody who's a script editor and act. No, you are. You, I am. You like to pretend you're not. I do. But you are. <laughs> it's a secret, okay? Don't tell anyone. I'm very easy to work with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we won't be back for a few weeks now because we've just got the two new episodes this month, which you just heard the trailers for. So you yep. will not hear us again until early October. I'm sorry that you'll miss us. I know you will. You better. Okay. <laughs> be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the Twitter feed at Twitter.com slash Pendant Web, and the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in October! This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening for ten years! Whoa! Yeah! Ten years, ten years, I do, I do, I do, ten years, yeah. Yes? You don't have a song to celebrate ten years? I guess I'm just better than you. I just love the pendulum more than you do. No one okay. told me I had to write no, a song. It's fine, it's fine, whatever. I mean, I would have written a song if I had known. Everyone knows who loves you more. And it's me. You didn't tell me that songwriting was part of the celebration. You should have known. Where have you been for the past 10 years? <gasps> Failing, that's where. <gasps> and the winner of the signed Dixie Stenberg comic print is... And a badge. It was just a print. Now you're throwing an extra well, thing in? people won patches and then you said four I've people I mentioned five people and then you said the last no person. I mentioned four people yeah see the five winners <laughs> shh